The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. My name is Steve Cashel. In a few minutes, I'll be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole. He is the head team physician for the Chicago Bulls and sports medicine specialist, orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush and Rush University Medical Center. This week on the show, we're going to talk with the president of CEO Challenges. This gentleman is Ted Kennedy. He'll join us from Boulder, Colorado. How Ted Kennedy helped change America's perception of CEOs. He's been doing this for 15 years. He works with CEOs to stay in shape, and he puts on competitions. And uh, it's kind of like instead of uh, spending hours in the golf course, he's doing uh, fitness and training for races and different things. So I think you'll find it interesting. And then we're going to be joined by Dr. Matthew Proventure. This guy does a little bit of everything. He's from the Stedman Philippon Research Institute in Vail, Colorado. This guy has worked with the Special Forces Tactical Navy SEALs, Naval Special Forces. He was also the head team physician for the New England Patriots in 2014 when they won their last Super Bowl, so all kinds of interesting stuff coming up here on Sports Medicine Weekly. And Dr. Cole and I will also talk about NFL injuries and how a couple of um, NFL players have come through the offices at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush uh, looking on uh, how to get their meniscus repaired and different injuries like that. So stay with us. Our website, sportsmedicineweekly.com. We're back to get it going with Dr. Cole after this on ESPN Radio. Feeling tired, sluggish, and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkin's 14-Day Transformation Cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this Whole Foods cleanse. You'll feel great, lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean Vegan Protein Blend, fat-burning MCT Lean MCT Oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, Lines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmulkin.com. That's K A R E N M A L K I N.com. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. And we're back on this Saturday morning, Sports Medicine Weekly. Net proceeds from our program, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. Steve Goffman is our producer, coordinating producer, Therese Ann Seeger. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. And Dr. Cole, um, are we seeing any CEOs come through the uh, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush offices uh, trying to stay in shape? They're awfully busy presidents of companies and... Uh, I know there's a little incentive to uh, to keep active, right? You know, I think uh, those are some of my best patients because these are the guys who are really good with time management, and you know, and, and these are guys who are generally in that age group, sort of the forty to sixty or older age group who uh, are starting to get challenged with sort of musculoskeletal problems. But they're some of my favorite patients because they really want to stay active. Many of them are, I think, some of their success hinges on the fact that they're staying healthy. The biggest problem they have is when something goes awry, they get 
problems with shoulder pain or to say they're swimmers or they get knee pain or they can't play tennis when that's their distraction, it has a negative effect on their work, you know. So these are some of my absolute favorite patients to deal with because they're incredibly motivated. They are compliant. They want to get better. And, um, and and it's really gratifying when you get them better because that's the balance they need. I can just, you know, it's not much different than being a busy physician, quite frankly. If you lose that balance and all you're doing is working and things you sort of get out of whack, I can tell you that, it, that everything gets affected by it. So it really great group to help, to be honest. Our next guest is Ted Kennedy, president of CEO Challenges. You know, back in the early 2000s, many of the Fortune 500 CEOs that took part in Ted's CEO Ironman Challenge events didn't want their names published in fear of backlash from their investors that they should spend more time working and less time training. But uh, things have changed a little bit. Let's bring on Ted Kennedy from uh, Boulder, Colorado, the president, again, of CEO Challenges, a division of uh, Lifetime Fitness Incorporated. And, uh, Ted, thanks for joining us. Tell us about the early years of hosting CEO Challenge events and uh, what's happening now in your world. Well, as you said, um, in the early 2000s, we started uh, the company in 2001 with the CEO Ironman Challenge at Lake Placid and uh, ran it just in Lake Placid for the first three or four years. And anytime we had a um, sort of a real big, important uh, Fortune 500 CEO, quite often, especially from Wall Street, they would tell us not to publish their name because they didn't want the investors thinking that they were training instead of uh, instead of working, which is pretty ridiculous considering that the vast majority of these people get up at 4.30 in the morning, are fully, you know, completed their training for the day by 7, 7.30 and at their desk by 7.30 or 8. So it, it really was uh, kind of a ridiculous thing to suggest that they'd rather have them golf than uh, than train for a triathlon. Well, but doesn't, so I, isn't I Ted... made Ted, up my... my Sorry, go ahead. Let me ask you a question. So, you know, golf is a, Steve may take issue with this, but I think you would agree. Golf is a sort of a social event. It's what you do with your clients. It's some. It's it's a team sport, if you will, relative to training for Ironman triathlons and so forth. So, was the what what was the impetus to say golf is acceptable because it was more of a social thing and in triathlons is something you do in isolation? Yeah, it was, I mean, golf was, it was known back then that, yeah, a lot of deals get done on the golf course. And if you're training for a triathlon, then you probably aren't interacting with uh, with other people. Um, so golf was, was seemed deemed more acceptable. Yeah. But um, and we've seen recently in the past couple of years, Wall Street Journal and New York Times have put out articles saying that cycling is the new golf because a lot of deals, especially in Silicon Valley, are getting done uh, on the bike as opposed to the golf course. Visiting with Ted Kennedy, president of CEO Challenges of Sports Medicine Weekly. What are your most popular CEO challenge events, Ted? Well, incredibly, uh, most people don't believe it, but our most popular event, the one that sells out absolute fastest, is the Leadville 100 mountain bike. It is a grueling, grueling event. It takes place in Leadville, Colorado, elevation 10,200 feet. They climb up to 12,500 and back down again, 100 miles on a mountain bike. If you finish under nine hours, you get a big uh, gold belt buckle, finish under 12 you get a buckle over 12 you're not even considered a finisher and uh it has really become the the kona if you will of mountain biking and um i, I get interest from all over the world ceos want to come and uh, and race a leadville 100 which just kind of blows me away since it is such an incredibly tough event but and again, CEOs love a challenge, don't they? Yeah, I mean, don't you see this common sort of personality type? These guys are where they are, 
in a leadership position, you know, with a tremendous amount of responsibility because they manage their time well, because they excel in every aspect of their life, right? This is totally consistent with that persona. Yes, and they're, they're competitive as well. They uh, they don't do things just for the fun of it. Quite often, you know, they, they want to compete, and we give them that rare opportunity to compete against other CEOs. Because to be honest, they, they couldn't really compete against a top age group athlete or especially a, a professional athlete. But, you know, if someone else is in that 45 to 49 age group and, you know, they've got 20 or 30 hours a week to train, they're going to uh, whoop these CEOs every time. So the cool thing is with our events, the CEOs get to race against people who have the exact same time constraints as they do relative to travel, running their business looking after the family and social obligations. Do you um, help with the training, or is your main focus now just to create venues that they can they can act? And, and what's like what's the inclusion criteria? You have to be CEO and, you know, something like, I mean, you've narrowed it down to that's my group, that's my target? Yeah, uh, we, we accept the C-suite executive. So, in other words, you have to be in the C-suite. Um, depending on the race, somewhere between $5 million and $10 million is the minimum size revenue of uh, of a company you know we used to offer training but we find now that at our at our big events um everyone already has their own personal coach but we do offer training we we've uh, we've really had great success uh, especially in the past couple of years and especially at the chicago triathlon um, hosting events for companies like workday and jll where they are now entertaining their best customers who have a passion for triathlon and because Chicago has a sprint distance triathlon, which is real, you know, pretty short, um, can be done by almost anyone, we offer training for that because we find those people don't come in with a uh, professional coach, whereas someone like Leadville, they've absolutely got a professional coach who has them dialed in on watts per day and, and uh, you know, all kinds of the interval training and so on. Visiting with Ted Kennedy, president of CEO Challenges, this is Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole. So you've been doing this for 15 years, Ted, and you do it all over the world. How many participants in uh, each um, so-called you know, event or uh, each challenge? It uh, really varies by how many slots we can get, to be honest. At various races, Escape from Alcatraz, we have 15 slots. Leadville, the past few years, we've had 20 uh, Chicago Triathlon and New York City Triathlon, which are owned by Lifetime, we have uh, access to 30 or 35 slots. So um, we probably have about 120 to 130 CEOs per year do our various events around the world. And do you lay out a suggested routine to prepare for these events? Um, not, not really the routine so much, but we certainly offer all kinds of advice, guidance, support, um, you know, we've been doing, well, we, I, I myself have been competing in triathlons for 35 years now. Um, I usually bring in a couple of professional athletes with me. For example, Leadville, Dave Weens, the guy that has won the race six times, he, he hosts that program with me. So we try to give them every advantage they can up until the gun goes, and then they're in the race just like everybody else. Neat stuff. And uh, Dr. Cole, why not doctors, right? You guys love to stay in shape, and you're a healthy bunch. Yeah, I've got a lot of uh, colleagues who are really into sort of the performance, you know, the triathlons. and But the training the training aspect is the hardest part. You know, like my PA, Kyle, 
has done, I don't know, he, he has to have done 15 to 20 marathons at this point. Wow. I mean, his goal is to do one in every state. When does, and, how does um, he train? When does he train? It's hard. I mean, you know, you, you put in a couple of kids, you put in a 60-hour work week, and, and then when you get to your long training times, it's brutal. So something's got to give. It's not like we can invent a longer day. And it's always interesting to talk. I, I would love to talk to some of the CEOs at some point who do this and figure out how they manage their time because I think that's really the hardest aspect, especially when you get to the really when you get into your long training runs. That Leadville race, I have some friends who have done it, um, and that's brutal. I mean, that's one of the hardest races that I've heard of, besides maybe like the Sahara or one of these other ones. You know, that are just extreme. Have you done the? Have you done these other desert runs and things like that, Ted? Um, have I? No, we haven't. Um, we haven't done any of those bad water yeah. or the hundred mile races. I just don't get enough interest from our CEOs to do something like that because that, that, that is just, um, that's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> at so, this point. so how do we find um, out about your next venue? What's the best way to figure, find that out? Oh, if you go to our website, which is CEO challenges.com slash challenges with an S that's the best way. But, uh, doctor, while you were, you were speaking, uh, I don't know if you know, Dr. Josh, Joshua, uh, Metzel of the uh, Stedman Hawkins clinic in uh, Denver. If, is Are you he familiar uh, with him at all? Orthopedic surgeon. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he uh, he did our Leadville 100 event this year and finished under 12 hours to earn a uh, belt buckle. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you yeah. live in one of the most active places on earth, where you live in Boulder, and uh, Vale's not so far from it. So you got a lot of great people yeah. around you. Fantastic stuff. Ted, really appreciate you sharing uh, what you do uh, with CEO Challenges. Again, the website, CEOChallenges.com. Congratulations. I am a big golfer and golf fan, but, um, hey, cycling is the new golf, right? And now you are celebrating uh, with CEOs that are fit and healthy and uh, more than just golfers, right? Exactly, yep. Um, and, and we actually, I, I believe we had a small part to play in uh, the switch, the transition in American business that uh, investors want their CEOs now who are fit, healthy, in shape, and ready to take on the challenges of the day. Uh, and uh, and so I think, you know, training for a triathlon or a cycling race is totally acceptable now, and I feel really good about that. Fantastic. Ted Kennedy, President of CEO Challenges. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. Thank you, Ted, for joining us and more of Sports Medicine Weekly after Thank these you. messages. On ESPN Radio. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high-performance athletes and weekend warriors. Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, or even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality, state-of-the-art health care services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across five Chicagoland locations with a new location in Munster, Indiana. Their cutting-edge research, diagnosis, methods, and treatments make them the highest-ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News and World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877-MD-BONES. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole, back with you, Sports Medicine Weekly. Thanks so much for uh, joining us, folks. A reminder to reach out to us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at SMWHome. Steve Goffman is our producer, coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger. Dr. Cole, any interesting cases uh, coming through the doors of Midwest Orthopedics at Rush in your offices these days? You know, Steve, we've had a run of... Um alternative sports, if you will, either Major League Baseball or NFL players with significant cartilage problems. 
I, I recently had you know uh, several NFL players, maybe it's just the time of the year, what have you, that have had uh, significant cartilage problems that have not been solved or solvable by traditional means, and it's been it's a real challenge because you get these young people who are generally between say twenty two to twenty six. Their uh, contracts are not necessarily completely guaranteed, and um, they have already had traditional arthroscopy where we use a camera to clean things out, maybe some cleanouts, maybe meniscus, cartilage removed, and so forth, maybe initially done well and then gone south again in terms of the level of symptoms. So they're our highest level treatment challenges because they often function well with routine activities, but when they try to do their craft, their trade, they they can't do it and you're doing salvage surgery to get something back that's extremely high level. So these are meniscus, now we're talking about knee problems? In these cases, recently, they've been uh, complex knee issues. Wow. So what do you do? How do you treat it? Uh, is this an um, operation, then, of some sort? Well, you know, the, the, here's the thing. You know, uh, paradoxically, yes, we are surgeons, but this is a situation where I will spend most of my time trying to encourage them to live with the problem because it's such a challenge to... Um, uh, the, the, if you have a, a player that's out 8 to 12 months, statistically it gets really tough to get back to your sport. Sure. And that's what all of these uh, procedures are associated with generally is a six to, is an 8 to 10-month time frame, maybe a year, to get back because it takes that long for things to heal, for you to rehab properly and get your strength and conditioning back and to become, sort of, uh, become an athlete again. Um, so they know what they own. Um, but in any other challenges – if they have problems with activities they're living and so forth, our results are actually quite good. The the more unknown is how well we can change the way they feel when they go back to the highest level of load. And the NFL is different because it's almost like the equivalent of our big guys in the NBA because these are guys who are 250 to 300 pounds, and the loads are enormous. So not only do we have to reduce their pain with more routine activities, say with high-level surgery, transplants, bone-cutting procedures, you know, pretty high-level things, we have to actually give them pain relief that is persistent at the highest level of load. That's a whole different story because most symptoms related to knee problems, for example, are load-related. If they narrow the activity pool that they engage in, they actually can feel pretty well. Not an option, obviously, for a professional athlete like a football player. So they often do well with routine things, but then you throw them back into the, the competition, the level of load, impact, collision, and so forth. In, that's associated with professional football, it's a little bit of our uncharted terrain, quite frankly. Yeah, I was going to say, that's where you're, tr- you're trying to get them back playing, right? To, to live a normal life yeah. might be fine, but to go at that violent sport of it's, fo- it's NFL football, yeah. right? And I'll be honest with you, I don't take care of an NFL team, so I, it's a little bit of a different referral pool. These are often guys who do take care of teams who um, um, this becomes a real tertiary solution. In other words, there's a good percentage chance that some of these will never get back, but this is the only potential option they have to have these high-level, for example, transplant surgeries, which is somewhat uncharted terrain. But the common denominator is none of us would ever make this decision to treat these guys unless they absolutely categorically could not play with their condition and the simple stuff has already been tried. So it's really a compliment to Midwest Orthopedics at Rush then, right? I mean, people, players coming to see you because you do something that's uh, not done everywhere, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't, I, I, I will tell you that I have a number of partners who are experts in their field, and we do overlap, and we complement one another. And, um, you know, yeah, it is, I mean, it's, it's a compliment anytime someone chooses to treat with you, quite frankly, because there's tons of options. And, and truth be told, in the NFL, I think there's some of the best physicians that I've ever dealt with because I think that's a really challenging pool. The 
professional football is a whole different ball game compared to some of the other sports we deal with because of the, 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 the loads that they place on their knee. Absolutely. Great stuff. Dr. Brian Cole, our head team physician for the Chicago Bulls, and of course, the orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. I'm Steve Cashel, back with more with Dr. Cole after this on Sports Medicine Weekly. On ESPN Radio. Returning patients who suffer from cartilage defects to an active lifestyle is the goal. Prochondrix, the latest solution from Allosource, is an innovative, cost-effective, fresh cartilage allograft designed to restore cartilage and restore life. To learn more about Prochondrix or allografts, visit Prochondrix.org. That's P-R-O-C-H-O-N-D-R-I-X.org. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. Back here on Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning, Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole. And Dr. Cole, our next guest, uh, is doing a little bit of everything and has done a bit of everything. I can't wait to uh, get him on the line uh, from uh, Massachusetts, uh, Dr. Matthew, Matthew Proventure. One of your colleagues, yeah. right? Uh, Dr. Proventure is a friend, a colleague. He's uh, had uh, some amazing experiences. He's now uh, at the Stedman Philippon Research Institute, which was formerly known as the Stedman Hawkins uh, 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 Center in uh, Vail, Colorado. But he uh, has some amazing stories to share. Uh, his experience with the New England Patriots. He was fortunate to be the uh, team physician and orthopedic surgeon uh, with the New England Patriots the year they won the Super Bowl. 2014. That's right. And he's also uh, a uh, highly decorated uh, uh, Navy physician uh, and captain who uh, has some really interesting stories, I'm sure, with his experience with the Navy SEALs. So I thought it would be great to have him on and just sort of share some of his experience as an orthopedic surgeon in clinical practice, is also involved heavily in research and publications, but also uh, has had some really cool experiences. Okay, so uh, let's start, uh, Dr. Preventure, if you will. Tell us a little bit about your work of the uh, Stedman uh, Philippon Research Institute. Yeah, sure. Gentlemen, I just want to thank you, first of all, for having me on uh, today. Uh, This is a a great venue, and uh, Brian and I have known each other for years and have a great respect uh, for him and all the great work as a colleague and collaborator and a like-minded individual in the field of sports medicine. So it's really an honor and privilege to be here. Uh, As you you indicated, I'm at the Stebbin Hawkins uh, clinic in Vail, Colorado, and the uh, Stedman Philippon Research Institute. Uh, I'm their uh, latest hire uh, in a area where we're uh, expanding uh, quite rapidly in the field of uh, research, uh, biologics, uh, clinical outcomes, and of course, uh, clinical care. So, Matt, tell us um, I, when you just what was your greatest experience when you were uh, taking care of the of uh, the, the uh, uh, Patriots in 2014? Like, if you had to share the most memorable, obviously nothing replaces being in a locker room after the game when you guys win the game. Um, and I, you know, having taken care of the Bulls for 13 years and been involved with the White Sox for 14 years, I, the the best analogy we have is when we won the World Series. It's an amazing thing to be affiliated with a team. You know, what left the greatest uh, impression on you uh, when when you guys won the Super Bowl? Yeah, there, yeah Brian, there's, there's no question. I mean, winning, winning a Super Bowl is a very special event. I'm very honored and privileged to have that opportunity to be in the locker room. But what I think is even more important and leaving a lasting impression on me was how well the team worked together and it really was teamwork how they gelled how they came together with a common vision a plan and really 
worked hard to this goal under uh, some excellent leadership and guidance from the Kraft organization and Belichick and the ability for everyone really to be on the same page and just functioning at the highest level in professional sports was unlike anything I'd ever been a part of. Is it difficult, uh, Doc, to uh, to handle a, uh, an NFL team? I mean, that's a busy place, isn't it? <laughs> Well, you know, there's there's no question the uh, the Patriots are a, um, a high caliber uh, organization and certainly demand a, a lot from everyone that's involved uh, with the team. Uh, but with that, it was fun. It was it was a pleasure. It was an absolute honor and pleasure to work for Coach Belichick and uh, Mr. Robert Kraft. They're incredible human beings and great leaders. So it was not it was not a chore at all, and it was really a, a great experience to be able to be really at the pinnacle of sports medicine you know and brian brian does this all the time with other uh, professional teams whether it's the bulls the white Sox, and uh, many other folks whether it's athletic trainers or therapists are affiliated with teams making it uh you know equally fun and having those experience i think is uh, unlike any other to be at that high caliber of sports medicine so let me ask between uh, somebody who's dealt with the nfl side and then dr cole of course with the nba uh, jump in here, Dr. Cole, with you know the differences between maybe NBA injuries and what we might see that uh, Dr. Preventure was doing with the Patriots and NFL injuries. Uh, there's <clears throat> there are huge differences. I mean, they have you know you know four times the number of players at least, sure. and there can be unfortunately a career-ending injury at any moment. You know. Uh, with with the NFL, and we don't, you know, because of the the force, because of the uh, 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 the the impact, the collision aspect of it. While they're both contact sports, there's nothing that compares to the NFL. So his job is clearly twenty four seven, much like mine. But the degree of acuity and the types of injuries they get are often, you know, far more dramatic. The other thing is that they get a week in between games. Typically, is where we may have several games during the week. So th- what could be an injury that leads to two, three games missed in our in our area, they can do magical things to get them back in one week's time. So uh, I would say that they get a lot more volume and they have a lot more uh, uh, on the spot decision making to get a guy back to play. And then the you know Steve, the other big difference is that in the NFL, you know contracts are only often partially guaranteed, not completely guaranteed. And sure. In the NBA, they're completely guaranteed. So you know, truth be told, you do differ. There are different mentalities in terms of how one after they get injured, how they recover, timelines, and everything else uh, that happens. So it's a really a totally different athlete, totally different sport. Matt, wouldn't you agree? That 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 would be some of the the, the, the differences. Yeah, no, no question. The uh, the rapidity and uh, frequency with the injuries come is uh, quite quite impressive, and it can it can happen very quickly. And you, the decision making that uh, has to go on when you has to make you know game time play decisions immediately. Uh, two minutes left in the game and whether or not it's safe for this player to get back in a close nail biter that's potentially going to overtime. You know, there's there's really nothing like it being in the heat of the moment, but you, you you take a step back and always think about what's best for the player, best for their condition, and if they can safely go back. But yeah, the, the sports are completely different between uh, contracts and uh, time of play and, you know, missing one of 16 games in the uh, NFL is much different than the NBA season. 
Dr. Matthew Preventure is our guest here on Sports Medicine Weekly. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. And uh, Dr. Matt, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, working with the Navy SEAL teams. Uh, you were head orthopedic team physician for the Navy SEAL teams and also instrumental in setting up the Special Forces Tactical Athlete Program. Uh, what, did, what did that involve? Yeah, Steve, I would say this is really, I think, where I cut my teeth in sports medicine and learning the training room environment. And I really have to hand it to my physical therapists, athletic trainers, strength and conditioning coaches, nutritionists, sleep hygiene folks, everyone that goes together to make someone perform at their highest level. And that's where we as a team sort of put all this together, both on the East Coast teams as well as the West Coast teams back in the early 2000s, and the, the program has since really taken off and from a wellness and injury prevention, but also when it does happen, you have the ability to optimize their treatment uh, to the max, and so that's been really fun to work with, uh, again, another team of excellence, but it's, it's really where I learned sports medicine. I'll tell you, I almost learned uh, as much, if not more, from my physical therapists and athletic trainers than uh, even all of orthopedic surgery about how to really take care of an athlete. Well, what what separates those guys? Tell us. Uh, we, we're always interested in hearing about Navy SEALs. Uh, what did you learn? It's interesting. I, I think and you see it in a lot of sports. You see it on TV. You see the intensity. But with them, because of the training, because of what you have to go through to become a Navy SEAL, it's mental toughness and the ability to persevere and not let things get in the way or become an obstacle. The The mental toughness is unlike anything I've ever seen. Great stuff. Matthew Preventure. I'm Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole, back with Sports Medicine Weekly. We continue with more after this on ESPN Radio. The Chicago Bulls, White Sox, and DePaul Blue Demons rely on Midwest Orthopedics at Rush for advanced orthopedic treatment. So can you. We are the team physicians for these Chicago teams, and we're ready to be on your healthcare team, too. Get expert care from these regional leaders at four Chicagoland locations. Learn more at RushOrtho.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, your world-class team physicians. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Sports Medicine Weekly has been brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy, by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, by Karen Malkin Health Counseling, by Integrated Orthopedics, by Source, by Donjoy Orthopedics, by Midwest, and by ATI Physical Therapy. Many thanks to our producer and board operator, George Katsourilos. Our coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. We also want to thank David Cole for managing the website and our business operations, as well as Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. Thanks for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. 